You guys are in show business. And here we go. At night I watch this stinging street past the crazy sound my block. And I see the same old faces and I hear that same old talk. Good evening, Melroseans the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Jen LeClaire. That's your, it's your Brett turn. <laughs> hey, <that's> Brett. <laughs> and that is Brett Turblon. Woo! This is Let's Talk Melrose. Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose. And tonight we're talking about the mean streets. That was the old school David Lee Roth, Van Halen, you know, back from the 80s with the long hair, driving around the mean streets of Fitchburg. <laughs> And so we're bringing that into uh, Melrose uh, uh, tonight. And Brett Turvalon, we're so pleased to have you as our uh, uh, guest our host. Fir our first, our first, first guest host of a, of a, it's a new, it's a new era. We, we, we sadly have to say temporary sort of goodbyes to Steve and Eugenia, although unbeknownst to them, they're, they're, they're really busy with like real important work in the world. <laughs> um, and, but unbeknownst to them, we are really not letting them go very far. We need that. We're keeping them on the, on the bench. Um, well, they'll be, they'll be, they'll, they'll be back. And uh, we're, we stand on the shoulders of uh, giants as they say. And, uh, but we're going to start rotating in with guest hosts and so thrilled to have Brett Turville on here. Uh, should should be noted that we've and we've said this before. We said we were going to put this on a on a T-shirt. That when you hear our song at the end, the 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 piano tinkle, that's that's also that's all also Brett. <laughs> that's right. Thank you for having me. Near near and near and dear, <laughs> a big 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 part of the show. Um, but we do have uh, so we are we are. Um, uh, interviewing and invite not interviewing that sounds too formal but we are inviting guests hosts so if you'd like to be part of the conversation we do have a form <laughs> online that's us there we go me and tom 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 and i have been left just left alone so <laughs> uh that's <laughs> like, at uh, that's at letstalkmelrose.com we left off the last melrose for savings uh as they say <laughs> so that wasn't in the budget so if you want to chat with us, um, we'd lo we'd love to, we'd love to have you. But um, welcome, Brett. We're excited to have you have you here tonight. So what are we talking about tonight, Tom? Uh, well, one of the things we're to, there's action. There's things going on in town, and this is what happened with me today. So yeah. I did the mail-in voting thing. I did too. And uh, you know the the old school but fun thing between like uh, the post office and city hall where you can drive through and they've got those extended mailboxes where yeah. you can like, you don't even have to get out of your car. Well, I uh, so it's like, I love old technology that's been around for like 50 or more years. That's still just as uh, functional and helpful today. Well, right next to all of that, you've got your uh, official ballot box for the city of Melrose. So I did the mail-in voting thing where they mail you the, uh, the primary ballot, which is yep. what I did today. And uh, you bring it down there. So you can, you can throw it in the mail. There's no postage required or, uh, you can just drop it off in the box. And then I know the producers wanted me to point out that you can do this thing, uh, if you can see that, where you can track uh, your the progress of that. So there's been a lot of discussion about yeah. 
uh, you know, about the, the, the mail and the, 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 the uh, slowing of the U.S. Postal Service. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's slowed down in, uh, in Melrose, but track my ballot ma.com. So the whole thing is, is uh, it's the first time I've ever done it. And it's, it's, I have to say it's worked pretty well. So I, I filled out uh, some things online, did a lot of PDF stuff over email. My ballot came. I walked it downtown today. Um, and then uh, I can track it online. So we're going to see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. I dropped mine off today too. So done. Check that box. Did awesome. you really do it? If you, you know, Brett, what do you think? I mean, shouldn't you get a selfie if you're going to do something? <laughs> so why did you get a selfie where you're like blocking traffic where the cars are supposed to be driving through? <laughs> so this is what happened. I pulled up in my car and I was going to do it all in my car. And then somebody pulled up behind me and I panicked. <laughs> So I pulled over, I actually parked probably illegally. And then I had to wait for like two more cars to go through and then take my photo. And so like, you know, it would be embarrassing, but I do it in the service of this show it's, in the community. It's, it's all Which I respect. Democracy, and, yeah. And the yeah. punchline is though, as I'm getting in my car and driving away, I see another guy go up and he's doing it and he's taking a picture of him. <laughs> see? People are having a blast doing this, so. Yeah, it's so convenient. It's great. It's great. And I was, I was wondering about uh, the, you know, I was thinking today actually about the, uh, the, the whole postal service issue and not to get too into national politics, but I had this vision of like, oh my gosh, what would happen if that would, that became an issue in Melrose? And I just imagined Melroseans like not allowing that to happen and like barricading off the, the, the post office boxes and like protecting our postal service. <laughs> that was my vision. So we will, we will come to the aid if needed. Right, Tom? So, yes. And speaking of uh, coming to the aid, there's uh, another thing we can do for community members in need. So, yeah. You know me, I love Buy Nothing Melrose. And so I'm yeah. on there today and I'm scrolling through and uh, I see this Tom Selleck DVD, season one, Magnum P.I. And, you know, he is just likable and charismatic to this day. I, I think pretty soon I'm going to be end ending up with a reverse mortgage because of this guy. But uh, I don't know if you've seen those ads. <laughs> but, so I'm commenting on this uh, thing on Buy Nothing Melrose and uh, about... Uh, you know, deep into the conversation, Jennifer Murphy, who put the post up, she says, no, 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 I'm not giving it. I'm asking it. So she's mm. seeking this. So if you've oh, got a Magnum PI DVD, anyone in the LTMM community, uh, Jennifer Murphy. Jennifer Murphy needs this DVD. So I, I think a lot of people need. So if you have it, uh, get online and uh, buy nothing Melrose and, and help her out. But I think, I think that if you have this, I'm not speaking for myself, directly but i think that if you have this dvd you will not part with it because tom Selleck is such a handsome fellow <laughs> and such a great actor how could you give up season one of magnum pi and by the way can you bring that picture back up because i think if tom grew a mustache very like brother from another mother i think very good resemblance tom <laughs> oh my god you're the what a great guest host i, I, I I'm, I'm going i'm rolling with that bt I, I'd like to, I'd like to put uh, I'd like to petition Jennifer Murphy right now that if we are if the LTMM effect works as it normally does and we are successful in in procuring the Tom Selleck DVD for her that this this could be big there should be some sort of community wide Magnum PI watch or something. Well, this you know, should be, this could be a big community event. I think it's a little bit out of bounds, but we could go over to Kowloon's that big screen they have in the park. Yeah. <laughs> do, a, do a socially distanced viewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
You know what that yeah. means, Brett? Uh, it means time to have a drink. Yeah. And yes, and, and uh, guess it's time for the news. Time for the news. Don't you watch the show? Glad, glad you to see. I'm <laughs> I watch the show all the time, but whenever I hear a sound effect, that means it's time that to means, that's right. go on to the next segment, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> glad you've been paying attention all this time. <laughs> hey, so have you guys seen uh, hottest zip code came out by Realtor.com? Yeah. Melrose is fourth, number four. Uh, homes in the top 10, uh, top 10 of that list sell, sold an average of 18 days after being listed. Properties usually stay on the market more than a month longer in the rest of the country. These zip codes are uh, receive also a lot of views on realtor.com. So, you know, it's just totally like a real estate thing, but it's a hot real estate market. And I saw Bill Butler's update um, the other day. He posted that somewhere on Facebook in the Melrose community. And uh, he said it's the hottest real estate market he's seen in 18 years. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So can I ask you both a question about that? Yeah. yeah. So given that we're in the middle of this pandemic, how does that happen? I think um, so. The S&P the 500 is now up 0.1% since February 20th. So the stock market is back uh, and uh, interest rates are low and knowledge workers, high income earners who can work from home. Uh, have capacity to go out and uh, and buy these things. So there's really a divide. When you look at the pandemic and the impact, our, Steve Cazella actually just wrote an article on this and published it, I was reading earlier today, about there's Steve really a, there? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what you did there. I missed it. I missed, I missed it too. Uh, so, I, so also, so, sorry, Tom. Also, also um, th there's been a lot of articles published, and maybe this is what you're going to say. There's been a lot of... Uh, Articles published where um, people are leaving this. People are leaving the cities and coming coming out and, and buying bigger bigger space. Um, and we all know that Melrose is. We've all known for decades that Melrose is awesome. Um, do you, are we sure that like public television shows were not part of the the voting equation? Because I again like to think that there's the LTMM effect. For, um, I'm you know. certain it's baked in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we, I, I, all I can say is that my family, my family is happy. Sorry, real estate market, but my family is happy that we chose Melrose, and I am never leaving. So, this is one house that will not be on the market. But, um, yeah, I can't leave all you guys. So, well, unless Tom Selleck offers you a sweet reverse mortgage deal, in which case you're going to really have to think about it for a minute. <laughs> Actually, I think, I think what Mr. Selleck is advocating is you can stay in your home. You do receive, receive the checks you need every month to pay the bills. Okay. Until you die. Yeah, <laughs> then you're, 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 you don't have much of a financial legacy after that, but you've had a good time. You stayed at Melrose and uh, yep. yeah. There's good, 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 fr good friends, good food and, and good fun. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and and good and good schools. We should segue into 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 that, right? Yeah. So the uh, so last week was a deep dive into all the issues with the schools and the reopening, and then there was a vote later that night on Tuesday, uh, and it is a, a a virtual start. So what they did is uh, from September 16th until October 16th, the first 30 days are just going to start all remote. You did have to uh, respond to an email if you're a parent of someone in the school system to declare whether you want hybrid or fully remote yep. after that, if it happens. Uh, and the Melrose Education Association, the union behind uh, uh, the, the representing the Melrose teachers and others, uh, 
you know, really kind of put some pressure on. They really didn't feel it was ready to go back. And they actually, I guess, released, I was reading, uh, Mike Karaji reported in the patch. Uh, they, they started to articulate some benchmarks about the positive test rate in Massachusetts should be no more than 2% over a 14 day period. The city, uh, you know, they shouldn't have increase in positive cases. Test results should be coming back within 48 hours, which I, you know, in Melrose, I've heard that the the the, uh, the testing they've done here, and I know folks who have gone over to Lynn and other places nearby. I know it's coming back within 48 hours, so yeah. at least in this area, that's good. Yeah. And they want the uh, the uh, rate of transmission uh, under one and, and some other things. So at least they put some things out there because it was a little bit vague in the beginning. It was like we don't want to come back until it is safe. Yeah, it wasn't really sort of defined. So there's it's taking some shape, but we've basically just bought a little bit more time to right. see what happens. And you're seeing. Higher ed universities are dropping every day uh, and and punting back to full remote. So who yeah. knows what's going to happen? Yeah, well, I mean that's that's a that's a more challenging situation. You've got all these kids, you know, live, living together. So that's that's a that's a sort of different different comparison. But um, I'm curious if you guys are, are are willing to say what what did what did you choose? We we opted for remote. I just think that's where we're going to end up anyway. And um, I just felt like uh, the the amount of time for the educators spent on kind of mask management and, and that sort of stuff and, and crowd management in, in the schools, just for, for, for our family. I just, you know, and it's, and it's different for everybody, but for, for my, for our particular situation and for my particular student, we just felt like um, remote was going to be better for her. So we chose that. Any, any, any thoughts there? You get, what did you guys fill out? For my uh, student is in a unique situation. Uh, we chose hybrid. So her core, classes are already on ingenuity so she's fully remote in that regard for uh half her classes anyway and art and her other elective she wants to go in she said if, yeah if, you know, if it's, it's going to be safe i'd like to go in and do that so, I, so that's what yeah. we did and what about what about you brett uh we went remote yeah um, i think that i think that the important thing is to realize that we shouldn't let perfect be the enemy of the good in this situation um we're in uncharted territory. This is something that, you know, although there have been pandemics in the past, none of us have lived through any of them. And so we really don't know what we're dealing with and the situation changes all the time. It's very fluid. So, and every family has a unique set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. So for example, there are some families that have um, first responders or they have, you know, doctors and they need somebody to be able to, educate their children they can't stay home with them. right um so so there needs to be a facility to be able to deal with that and that's kind of a special circumstances or a special circumstance whereas i happen to be fortunate enough that we can make it work with um my situation so everybody's got something they have to balance and i think it's we just have to kind of like go slowly and work our way through it and every every body needs to have their voice heard and get hopefully what they need for them, but it's not gonna be perfect. And we're gonna learn as we go. And we just need to like work as a community to say, it's not gonna be perfect for everybody, but we're gonna to try to get better as we go every day and every week. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We will, yeah, we'll get, we'll get through this. The kids, the, yeah. the kids are all right. Yeah. I think that's well said though, because it's a nuanced mm -hmm. situation. We talked about that a little bit last week. It's not, there's, a, there isn't one solution for all. Everybody's gonna make their own decision. Everybody has different dynamics and demands. Uh, so, We'll see where that goes. Um, 
Another thing that happened in the news, uh, the police sign controversy that happened in town, the investigative independent report was released. And uh, I guess probably not really any uh, surprises there, but uh, independent investigation by attorney Jay Sullivan. Basically, you know, if you follow this story, uh, the, the mayor was upset. Uh, the officer, the traffic sergeant who uh, changed this, uh, doesn't think he did anything wrong and never meant anything political and claims he didn't know it was a political message in there. So uh, I don't think there's any surprises in that report, but that's officially out if folks want to read that. Again, it's on a uh, Melrose Patch uh, article. I don't think there's too many surprises, although I will say, and, and we've talked about this too, so uh, you know, we, we've got so many things to, to cover tonight, but, but I will say I would really like to know that um, our officers and folks in charge of, of keeping peace in the community are paying closer attention to messages like this and, and for, for the results of this investigation to say um, he didn't know that it was a politically charged message um is concerning to me like i want our officers to be paying closer attention to the voices and needs of the community and the world at large i mean this is not this is this that was not a, a small um obscure topic so that's you know that's just me yeah I, I agree with you jen i mean i think that it's it's really hard to believe that a person in this day and age who is a public servant cannot understand what that phrase means mm -hmm. and complete ignorance. Um, I, I just, I can't suspend disbelief on it. I have a really hard time with that. It's my personal opinion. I'm not putting that out yeah. for anybody else, right. but I'm just not buying it. Right, um, right. That, so, that, that, there's no, that, that there's not, that there's not awareness, but you yeah, know. And I would much rather that the person just owned it yeah. and said, this was the statement I wanted to make. And then we can have a debate about whether or not that's yeah. a good statement or a bad yeah, statement. Yeah, I mean, but we, you know, we don't, we don't know that that's, that's, that's true. Like he, you know, he's, he's said what he said and I don't wanna, I don't wanna necessarily hold his feet to the fire um, too much in, in that regard. I, I would have to take sort of at face value what, what he's saying. So I, I, I'm hesitant to say, I wish he would have said this cause I just don't know what he's thinking, but. Yeah, but I but I understand I understand what you're saying. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, like mm -hmm. we talked about on the show previously, it, uh, it the, there was some energy being poured into uh, you know productive uh, initiatives by the mayor yeah. doing you know the the, the two weeks towards uh, racism and all the other initiatives happening in town. So. I, you know, my hope is that, that the energy is better spent there. And I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that the, the, some progress will be made. Sometimes, you know, this, this, if this picks up as a, as a continuing debate, I don't know how productive it's going to be. That's what I worry about. So I agree with the both of yeah. you. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. How, 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 do we say, how do we then say to Tom, we're going we're gonna to clean up this town. There's, yeah, I just, I just so, gave you a softball right there. That's right. So the streets oh. should should be clean. So uh, <laughs> folks, folks that are keep your side of the street clean. That's what I always say. <laughs> so uh, folks that are you know paying close attention to the city council appropriations committee will be well aware that uh, they are <laughs> they are considering all, all five of them. as we as we all do. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, the big news is Melrose getting, uh, you know, or there are, uh, it's in the city council now for consideration, yeah. uh, getting a new street sweeper, we hope, or they hope, somebody hopes, it's $243,000, so it's, it's a capital expenditure, it's significant, you say, wow, then you look into some of the details, the, uh, the EPA actually requires us to 
<laughs> sweep the streets. I'm stuck on that. <laughs> sweep, the street. <laughs> sweep the streets. Maybe it's not enough Manhattan. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, and the other, I was, I, I don't remember, I don't know where I saw this or read this, but I maybe you told me I was struck by the fact that, that the, um, the, the last one we had, like the brakes failed and rolled backwards and like hit something. And I don't know, like, thank God nobody was, was nobody was hurt, but you know, it, it could, it could be serious. But um, so we, we are, we are, we thought we have a lot to talk about and we're, we're kind of running out of time. So I really want to make sure we get to our other really fun topic about Melrose streets and sidewalks and bikes and all those kind of things. So there's, yeah. some, there's some real news happening there. So just to, uh, just to quickly get into that. So other stuff happening at the city council, there was a lot of discussion about this um, because uh, the state of Massachusetts put up $5 million uh, for uh, as potential grants for people to, uh, or cities and towns to apply for. Uh, to do something to help with assisting in social distancing and all the changes that are happening as a result of the pandemic. Yeah. And Melrose uh, got approved for, and city council voted to accept uh, about 60 grand worth of funding. And there's uh, two phases, three initiatives. Uh, there's the slow streets and extended sidewalks and something called shared commercial spaces. I think that's gonna mean parklets. Mm -hmm. uh, and the leadership here is gonna be under the mayor the DPW director, the Office of Community and Planning Development, public health director, Mass in Motion, uh, the Melrose Chamber of Commerce, all coming together and very much supported by, and I think a lot of the detailed ideas came from the hard work of the Melrose Pedestrian and Bicyclist Committee. Yeah, they were, they were on it. They, they, have, a, they have a strong voice in, in Melrose, and I think that's a, that's a great thing. We, we have someone, we are inviting someone here to to talk with us a little bit more and answer answer some questions for our top top fans cue up that bike music there he is hello ryan ryan williams hi everybody big hey, fan of the so show having me on prior guest Prior yep. guest, her second time guest, long time <gasps> watcher, long time long time watcher, second time guest, first second time guest. Yeah, we okay. do have a uh, five star rated podcast in iTunes now. Just just saying, so just you so can you know. be a long time listener too. How many ratings? Right. Five. five five stars. stars. We, got all, we got all of them. Oh, we got all, this, all, we got the all of them. <laughs> it's not one five star rating though, right? <laughs> no, it is. Good. Good. Oh, I thought it could only on. be rated Come on, once. Ryan. I didn't know you could. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know that there were more people. So, so welcome, Ryan. You're so, on the, so the Ryan, bike and pedestrian committee. Am I even saying that right? Yeah. So, so, sure. so a lot of money right. came into uh, Melrose and I was following this a little bit and you read through the details and the grant proposals. And it seems like this is really born out of a lot of work by your committee. So I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about kind of these three things. Yeah, for sure. So um, it, I really, it's, I think it's easy to, to classify it as kind of two ideas. And one is the parklets, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And the other one is this idea of neighborhood traffic calming, um, quick build slow streets. It's not super complicated. It's just like put out some road cones somewhere um, where you think the street needs to have calmer traffic, or if you need an area to have a sidewalk that doesn't currently have a sidewalk, and there's a destination that people want to get to we all know that there's places in Melrose where everybody walks in the grass or the dirt and you can see this, this line where everybody's trampled through because there needs to be a sidewalk. And so um, this basically just puts signage 
like a sawhorse with a sign that says, you know, this is a shared street, please be careful. Um, and then cones that go, yep, there it is, there's our proposal. Nice. Can I ask you a question, Ryan? Yeah, of course. So for the people yep, who are informed like me, what's a parklet? So a uh -huh. parklet is basically so when you, you take, <laughs> yep, now right there, if you, if you go back up a little bit and stop. So what you do is you take space that is normally uh, underutilized and you transform it into a public space where people can get together. It's like a little mini park. They have been popping up more and more in unused parking spaces. So you measure how many people park in a series of spaces over a set amount of time and then you determine whether or not it makes sense to take that parking space, which might only be used to store one car, which would benefit one driver potentially um, over several hours. And you ask if you can make it benefit six people or nine people or 12 people. No. And, um, and, and so that's the idea. That's the, that's the idea behind parklets. A lot of cities have them. Um, a lot okay. of cities like Melrose are starting to get them now, especially with the state grant. Yeah, and, and also Ryan, so that the six, the, the, six, the six people or, you know, whatever the numbers, the six people that would, would, you would use them. But also in this particular uh, time that we're in where businesses are needing to have outdoor, outdoor dining, there's, mm -hmm. there's actually an added impact right now in this moment in time because some of these parklets are, um, are being put outside of um, pretty small um, uh, restaurants that typically have been doing, uh, like on Wyoming, for example, that typically have been doing takeout. And now there's a little bit more room to grab your food and just kind of sit and, and, right. and hang out. So um, right. and it's, we it's not a new concept, but I'm so glad that Malrose is, is you got, I really appreciate that you guys were, were really on top of this and getting that funding for us to do this. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, we, we've been talking about it for a long time. Um, <laughs> the business community came on board. We worked closely with the Chamber of Commerce. We had a lot right. of meetings with the city council, with the mayor's yeah. office, and then the grant opportunity became available and we kind of yeah. already had all the pieces in place. That's so so we, we threw together the application. We sent it to the mayor's office. They tweaked it a bit. They sent it out and and the, the rest is uh, is on the street. And, and coming soon, now that the grant's uh -huh. been accepted, we're going to have better materials uh yeah. not just big orange pylons okay. or uh, jersey barriers so so that's something i want to talk about okay, <laughs> so, here's, <laughs> so here's so here's so uh it's my it's my single and only critique and it's really about communication more than more than anything else but um you know i i feel like these are kinds of things that i try to pay attention to and i i wasn't super aware of the of, of your work that that's my fault i should have been paying paying closer attention than i have, have said but um but i remember you know there were there were suddenly there were pictures um that the mayor and city council were taking you know selfies in the in these spaces yeah. saying you know parklets are here and i have to be really honest my heart sank and i thought oh my god like no i'm sorry that is not a parklet i don't know what that is but that is not the idea and <laughs> and now that i've read the now that i've caught up with you a little bit more uh, and we t i know we talked by by email and i've read the proposals and stuff and i and i think i you know i say that because i'm not the only person that that yeah. thought this and i know if there's if there's um if there's other folks that are more um, car dependent, that might be um, an obstacle to these, to these things. You definitely want it to, to be good out of the gate. You don't want to have unnecessary um, opposition to these kinds of things. For and sure. so I just think, you know, the communication was, the com communication is always key. And I think if the message had instead been, these are placeholders, parklets are coming, 
and stay mm-hmm, tuned mm-hmm. because there's and so you know that you know that's not that's not on you necessarily but um i just i just wish that the communication had rolled out more about you know great things are coming these are just a placeholder because i, I have I to think, be honest I with think, you there was a group of us that were going that were down there measuring and ready to like yes, saw, design bomb yeah. those things <laughs> i was like these are yeah, you know. which is great which is great you know the, the, it actually caught us all a little off guard because we we had the grant uh submitted and i think it was after we found out the grant was approved but before the money became available yeah. the city just took the initiative to drop whatever materials they had on hand yeah. and just get it done as soon as possible. Yeah. And I yeah. think the mayor really wanted to get stuff out there fast. Yeah, I think they were yeah. trying to pilot that, as I got caught up on that. Sorry, Brett. Well, I, but I think that, so I, you know, I'm probably late to the conversation on this, but that probably makes a whole lot of sense, right? Because even though it may not be the perfect thing from, a, from an aesthetic or a beauty perspective, you know, we do know that all of these businesses have been struggling um, with COVID and, all of a sudden giving them access to these outdoor spaces. Like I know that walking around, I've seen restaurants now that are opening up and having some space outside. And yes, they're Jersey barriers. Like Giacomo's has this thing in the parking lot in the back and um, you know, Wooden Fire has the Jersey barriers and they've got something on the back right across from Shaw's. And I'm sure there are others that I'm not naming. I'm not trying to point out anybody specifically or whatever, but, but that's great for the, for them because like, we don't want these places to go out of business. Right. Right. Um, so and if, and if this grant money helps them now get to a place where those things can be more permanent and, and better looking, that's awesome too. Um, but the fact that we were able to move quickly on that, I think that's a good thing, right? So the, the other thing I learned is not just aesthetics, it's also an accessibility issue. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you want the parklet to be level with the sidewalk, not level with the street. You know, right. so some, sure. you, don't, you don't want somebody in a wheelchair or have to step down or whatever. So okay. the... The idea is, as I understand it, and Ryan knows this better than me, but is you're really extending the, the sidewalk. But before we uh, spend all the time on Parklet, you guys had some other ideas in here. I just want to make sure we have some time also to talk about like this stuff sure. here. Uh, so, I, I forgot what everything's called, but. This is, just, this is just a concept. It's a design concept for Lower Main Street. Um, it's the same idea as the sidewalk extensions. It's, it's like you ask yourself, what can we do better? With the space that we have now if you've ever spent i would i would encourage you to spend a few maybe an hour early in the morning uh when things get back to normal watching how many people bike down main street because it's twice as many people as park their cars on main street especially after you get past the uh the apartments that are just in the yeah. first block south of wyoming um and you know people are getting on and off the bus all the time and the street's wide enough to land an airplane on <laughs> yes. And so, so the question is like, if we are going to do repaving on the street, which we are, what can we do to think about ways to use it differently? So this proposal will be for a temporary project that we're just going to have um, up on the road to incorporate, uh, to encourage social distancing. It might not look exactly like what you see here. This is just a, this is just a design draft from uh, Jonah, who's the chair of the Ped Bike Committee. But it's it's one of the things that the Ped Bike Committee has been focused on for many many years. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. I mean, look look at this plan. So how great. how detailed and thoughtful. Yeah. And the reason that the city was able to respond quickly and apply for this grant is because you could take the hard work of this committee That's and right. sort of shovel it along. But it's very That's thoughtful. Right. And the fact that you're tied into like the repaving program and you guys are thinking about this is just super uh super impressive to me there's and uh yeah, yeah i love the Thank diagrams because uh what do they say a picture's worth a thousand words picture's that's why worth a thousand words 
Although our, I have to say, our podcast is almost as good as the <laughs> as the Facebook We're show. 2000. Yeah, Ryan, podcast Ryan, you, you and the team, you got, you guys have really put a lot, a lot of thought, a lot of research, a lot of passion into this. This, this is, this is great. And and um, you know, for for this and the and the Parklets project, if I can just circle back to that for for just a second. Oh, you, you love know, those I know, Parklets. I do, I do, I do. I um, but you know, I I know. I just want to like you know finish on a, on a really positive note because I know I was critical there for a second but again it was about communication and not so much your planning but um you know there's there's you guys have secured hey, hey Ryan's the hero Ryan's the hero of this I know story. exactly of course and I remind I, you I, hey exactly. wait 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 because there's one more thing we got to talk about <laughs> slow streets real quick okay okay slow streets it's like, slow streets it's is like a, a block party that's not a block, it's a block party. It, yeah yeah <laughs> it, it actually so I mean this is something that we talked about a lot right is you know, can you take the way that we do block parties and do a traffic calming program or some other street program that that works for the community? Um, and so with this, you, there's two types. There's a sidewalk extension, which is just kind of a line of cones that extends the sidewalk so you can pass somebody who's jogging because uh, we have very narrow sidewalks in many parts of town or no sidewalks. And then the second part of it is traffic calming, which makes the street safer to share. I mean, Malvern, where I live, is like a bike super highway. It's like bikers, joggers, people with baby carriages nonstop. You know, kids, I see kids on skateboards, right. scooters, you know, it's just crazy. And, and we also, it's a pretty busy cut through street. So what can we do? I think the first street people are really chomping at the bit for is line, right? Right over, right over by you guys, by you, Brett. Um, line street is really excited and they're gonna have their first neighborhood meeting with some city councilors, the mayor's office and the pet bike committee to talk about how to roll some of this stuff out to calm traffic discourage cut through drivers and give people a little more space to walk and bike. All right. Now, wait a minute now, because I am a cut through driver uh, in many ways, <laughs> but uh, I thought the, other, the, the, the slow streets, you'd put up a couple of sawhorses and the traffic is really only accessible for the people who live there. You know, the mailman emergency, like that sort of shuts it down. It's mail it? carrier, Tom. Thank you. That's right. You're welcome. Mail, per mail person. The, um, Thank you. It, so, so it's not technically closed. They, you know, the signs are discouraging. There's all kinds of issues with the, how you shut down a street and, okay. and how long you can shut it down for, who you can give access and can't give access to. And so in Melrose, they don't really do, we don't really do the kind of resident only uh, street because of enforcement, right? It's hard to enforce that, that kind of, of issue. Um, so the sawhorses are there to discourage people from driving through and to act as a physical barrier Physical barriers in the street do a great job at slowing down cars. It's like the, when you park your cars on the street and everybody has to drive around them in a slalom, really works. So it's just setting up things like that. And now I, I hope the city won't, I don't think the city will say this. I hope that these are the first step in pilots that they whet the appetite of people in the community and that we use this opportunity to find ways to make some of these fixtures permanent um, to figure out where these problems are. Cause I think people haven't necessarily complained about it as much as they should as much as you know as much as they should have um and i'd like to see this be like the the first step for something more permanent we're, we're happy we're happy to help you complain we're happy to help complain ryan hey let's You're celebrate let's let's celebrate <laughs> ryan and the and and the bike ped committee and everybody who worked got sixty thousand dollars from yes the, that's the win of the week and, right and there this, the state uh, released this millions of dollars in funding just for this reason. And let's not forget. So it's in, it's in accelerating things that a lot of us want to see anyway, but mm -hmm. it's really because of the pandemic so that you can widen the, the sidewalks so that you can yeah. eat outside so that you can, 
you know, it, part of the slow streets is so kids can ride their bikes and, and people can be outside and be respect, uh, responsible, socially distant and all of that. So it's, it's great to see this uh, happening. So Ryan, I have a, a, a promotional uh, proposal for you guys and for, for the, sure. for the committee. How about, how about when, when everything's ready and it's all rolled out, we can get footage of all of us biking and we'll meet at a fully designed parklet and we'll do a remote show. We'll do a live show from the parklet. How's that sound? We can, that sounds great. We can definitely make that happen. Or we'd have one person at each of the four. At each one, yeah. <laughs> well, or we, yeah, yeah. Or we could all go, we could all do uh, remote streaming cameras of everybody converging on the same spot. Yes, yes. Yeah, all right, Ryan, you're ready to help us dance ready it off? Ready to out? dance it off? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this part yeah. hasn't changed. I forgot know? this Brett, part. Yeah, I remember Brett, now. Okay. Brett Chervalon, our first uh, guest co host, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Don't forget, uh, people out there in LTMM land, go to letstalkmelrose.com, click the button, and we'll see you around town. See you around town. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.